From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This 22. is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. Is it me, or when people say, may the force be with you, do you also feel compelled to say, and also with you? Or is that just a Catholic thing? That's a Catholic thing. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I used to be a good Catholic boy. I mean, I'm still a good boy, but whatever. You're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you heard this podcast, you know that for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do believe that anybody big up in the sky has heard this podcast. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Oh, oh, I know. Somebody's holding the door for me. One of you two will be. <laughs> so welcome to a higher than average midichlorian edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 251. I'm one of your hosts. The cap. And with me as always is the man whose Jedi robe would probably be made of velour. He is Mike, also known as MFG. And barely covered my temples. I freaking knew it. I didn't mean to talk over you. I just like, oh, just the thought of it. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, I bet you're all thinking I'm going to hear some great trivia-ish thing or I'm going to be tested. But no, I have got to work on this thing for this new year and it's going to be so hard, I'm not ready. So you what? get nothing after oh the quick news. Oh my gosh. You get nothing after the quick news except more of us. <laughs> oh my goodness. That throws me off because I was waiting for this thing. And you, Mike's giving me a hint off um, off cast about what, um, what it's going to be. <laughs> That's late. <laughs> new year say me <laughs> I was about to say and by the way happy new year to all of you happy new year that's right happy new year yeah and our other illustrious host is not only late <laughs> but he probably could be a jedi master with the way he talks great now i just gave him an excuse and kudos to be speaking more slowly he's rt R- R- squared off the tech well, you know. And that's our show. <laughs> Why is it when you do the outro, it makes it sound like something from Broadway? <laughs> so the other day, you'll never believe what happened to me. Portal. Oh, those damn portals. Uh, I thought we avoided this. I've been trying. Have it's- you at least gone to the portal where the cake is not a lie? Yes. Oh, that's And good. the cake was delicious. I bet. I've been looking forward. Delicious. So. This last portal I went through, apparently, did you know that uh, we are living in a simulation and there's a control room? It would explain a lot. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, uh, I fell through this uh, portal and I, I'm in this control room where I pretty much have full control over our whole reality, right? Um, but it's very complex and you have to know what you're doing. And if you guys know me, I definitely don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I know. We, we, we know. We've seen you press buttons. Yeah, we've seen you at the board. Oh. <laughs> we've heard it too. So I'm like, I don't want to like, you know, do the wrong thing. And next thing you know, Trump is our imperial ruler. You know, I can't have that again. Right. right. Could only press control Z so many times. Uh, so as I'm going scrolling through, there's a big thing that says, would you like to continue 2024? And I go, what does that even mean? So as I'm about to press yes, a thought occurs to me. You can't, you can teach a man to fish. But you can't teach a fish to man. 
Wow. <laughs> I really wish you'd fall into a portal that just went right to a lava pit. <laughs> I did. It was a uh, bit toasty there. Man, a little hot. <laughs> bit toasty. Can't teach a fish to man. I mean, you can't. Same old freaking Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it sounds disappointed. I should know what we're getting. Yeah. You're elated. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Every right. time I try and add a little arsenic to his drink, you go, no, not this time. <laughs> Actually, arsenic doesn't work anymore. You, you might want to try something harder. Oh, we will. <laughs> wow, this got dark quick. So on this episode, we will discuss the show that's based on a fan dream that became a reality, and now that character has her own series. But will it live up to the dream? That question and more will be answered as we review the Disney Plus series, Ahsoka. Or like my girlfriend says, Ashoka. <laughs> that's just wrong. <laughs> Shout out to you, Lady J. But first, Mike, stop looking at me. I'll introduce you already. Just stop staring at me. Fine, fine. Forget it. Don't listen to me. Here he is, Mike and the Quick News. And now, the Quick News, brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cap. That quick news intro was brought to you by the Critical Update Notification Tool, also known as... Uh-uh. Cunt. Oh, <laughs> It would have been better if you would have just left it at... Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> then, then we wonder why we're go- well, we're not going to heaven. Okay. I am. Right. <laughs> There's an H word where you're going. Hey. And an E. <laughs> hey, listen. All I know is that they everyone needs a tech guy. So I'm definitely going to be there. I thought you were going to say everyone needs a cunt. I'm like, wow, I don't think that's true. <laughs> but, but if they reviewed your tech abilities, you're just going to hell. In, in the non-tech part. Yeah, but they'll just kick me back up. They were like, we don't want you here. <laughs> Go screw up something else. <laughs> All right, Mike, what you got? Being that you don't have any black people that don't die to the end or anything else clever, what else you got? Death. Oh, damn. <laughs> but this time it's, it's known. 2023 is gone. Oh, okay. That's good. All righty. But otherwise, nothing. Uh, (laughs) For all you hoes at home that have waited patiently, good news, everybody. Netflix's Arcane Season 2 is on the way. The streamer released a one-minute trailer announcing the return of the fan-favorite series. Unfortunately, Netflix has not released any plot details for the upcoming season, and doubly unfortunately, we we will have to wait until November 2024 for the first episode. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that Netflix is not supplying his audience with any kind of information that would be helpful? Oh, wow. <laughs> color me surprised. It is so shocking. Oh, my goodness. What color is that? <laughs> like beige or a, a dark brown? I, why is it got to be dark brown? Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, what's up with that, bro? It, because uh, DC doesn't use those colors, so we have a whole bunch of them. <laughs> what, DC for Dominican character? <laughs> <laughs> Dominican character. <laughs> Oh my god! I was gonna say Dark Child, but okay. <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay. Um. Now, before we get into the next thing, let me ask you because I know Mike has seen Arcane, and you've watched Ooh. Arcane too, right? Of course. No, I've I've seen Arcane, not Arcane Two. Jesus. <laughs> no, I don't know that guy. Okay. And you won't. <laughs> <laughs> so our so Arcane is something that I know JP had put me onto. Yeah. Oh, was it two Comic Cons ago? Yeah, I think it was like uh, yeah, it wasn't yeah. this last it was this yeah. last year. Yeah. And then you guys jumped on it and I You haven't watched it? 
Oh my God. I know. I'm sorry. I know. People still keep listening to our podcast. It's still cool though. I'm telling you, it's still cool. I'm just saying. It's I, such a great show. Please note that the views of Cap do not reflect the views of the other two guys on this podcast. Who are great. That's awesome. That's my line. And that's definitely my line, but whatever. <laughs> All right. So interesting. So I got to catch up on Arcane before the season comes oh, out. But it's been so long because it's been about two years. Everyone's going to have to catch up on watching season one because I was trying to talk over with my uh, a new roommate I have there. And I'm like, and then one, they're like, didn't this happen? I'm like, I don't remember. Did, what happened at the end? And we're like, so I guess I'm going to have to watch it all again. <laughs> oh, my God. But it's a good show. I just don't remember it clearly after all this time. Here's a quick recap. Oh, child. Oh, child. Time lapse. Adult now. Adult crazy. Go nuts. Shoot. Bang, bang, bang. Explosion. And it ends on that explosion, too. Yeah. Well, that's that. So I guess I don't have to watch it. Good. Okay. <laughs> you, might, you might still be confused. After uh, that. Okay. <laughs> what else we got there, Mike? All righty. Uh, last but not least, crybaby director finally gives up. Cool. Yeah, David Ayer, who has for some unholy reason believed that his Suicide Squad Squad film deserved an Ayer cut, has walked away from Warner Brothers' discovery. Following years of absolutely nobody giving a damn, the filmmaker announced on former Twitter, I'm done with DC. That's his quote. Previously deleted quotes also stated, nope, done and done. Very sad. You'll be fine after a good cry. I feel healthier. It's a wound that needs to heal. Nothing about the situation feels good. Studio has no interest in releasing cut. It's time to run and not look back. Those are all his quotes. Perhaps one day he'll rewatch his film and the Snyder Cut and understand why the studio didn't want to put more money into a failed project. <laughs> hmm, I, I'm going to fight Mike on this one because do you feel like David Ayers does not have a right to feel that way? Because if you, I'm not sure if you've ever watched any of the things that they talked about recently. Um, they had talked about that DC had changed the film that David Ayers did. That wasn't David Ayers' original idea. DC, remember, because with, with, for, for those who don't know, Suicide Squad supposedly had a, an original cut that supposedly, supposedly had more involvement of the Joker, and DC hired an outside company who did the who did their um, their trailer to recut the movie. So that's not. So can we blame Ayers for feeling that way? Ayers is a director, not the owner of the project. It sucks when that happens. Do you know how many directors, almost every director is going to tell you the movie has changed. It's like, you're not do anything, dude, at all. It's like, it sucks. They put out a movie that didn't meet your standards and also maybe yours would have been better if left alone. Possibly. We won't know. Snyder said the same thing. He lied. And also it's like... Well, uh, well Snyder... Yeah, but he said yeah. the same thing. And he also, he got over $88 million to... Fail again. Um, you know, it's like, so I can see Warner Brothers being like, dude, I, we don't care. It's it's done. Get over it. Because they're the ones that are going to have to spend it. It's not like Ayers is like, give me the thing. I'll spend all the money because he's going to need to do reshoots on things. It's like, no, you want us to give you more money for your ego for you to maybe have a better film. I mean, we saw what happened the last time we tried this. It's like, So we're going to spend money on a film that... and. What's it going to do for us? Well, here's what I'm. <laughs> yeah. Here's the way I'm looking at it because I was always because when we talked about this years ago, mm-hmm. uh, we had talked about the Ayers was crying about this cut, and he's been crying for years. But since. but 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 I think the difference between him and Snyder is 
there's actual footage right. that that Ayers did that that uh, like they they talk about there's there's a bunch of things that isn't even included but it's on it, it's right next to um, Batgirl right but but at the same time I, I've watched director cuts of other things some of them are just brilliant and others are you you the studio did you a favor and that's my whole thing is this is a director and directors you know they've got their egos it's like. It's your opinion because no one else knows what this would look like except for you. And you're the one that wants it. It's like, so what happens if we get it and we don't like it? I mean, you're telling us it's going to be great. Yeah, but but, mm-hmm. but, 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 if, but, if, the, but if the final project of the first time sucked. I'm I, not going to revisit the well and spend more money. <laughs> Ralph, how do you feel about Ayers? Do you feel like he shouldn't get a chance and he's a big crybaby? Or do you think they should give him another shot? It's too late anyway. They ain't going to do it. I think that if I was working for DC's social media department, oh, my God. response to his tweet would have just been a box of tissues. Wow. <laughs> Hard-boiled egg on that picture. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> I was like, box of tissues, that can go so many different ways. If you put a bottle of lotion next to it, that's something else, too. Oh, then that, that would be for Zack Snyder. Yeah. Um, wow. and, and what he thinks of his, his ability. Oh, p- but oh, what, we haven't done Rebel Moon yet. That's right. Oh, I can't wait to do that. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, first off, is that all your quick news? That is all my quick news. Being that we got a couple of spare minutes before we get into the main um, section. And that's the end of our show. <laughs> he still does the Broadway thing. Ralph, we just got to play the outro for him so it doesn't make it sound like freaking vaudeville. <laughs> don't, don't look for the button. Never mind. We know how this goes. Outro. Yeah, okay. No, can't find it. Okay, good. Um, no, I was going to say that it's funny that Mike says about, you know, Zack Snyder loving his own shit, you know, removing his, I'm going to use this joke I haven't used in a while, removing a couple of ribs to suck his own dick. But I read recently that Christopher Nolan had said something really, really complimentary about Zack Snyder that I'm not sure if you'd like, Mike. What's that? He said that when we look at, um, super, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, if you're looking at superhero movies of today, Almost all of them have Zack Snyder to thank for his vision. That he's one of the most influential vision, vision of what vision of, of superhero films. That's what he's saying. But from what? When? That's why I'm asking. Like, what was his vision that that somehow he, he prompted said, he, the MCU? He, well, he, he's saying that the way superhero films are now, you know, that, that everybody got you know ha, have him to thank. And I'm like, that's quite the statement. I mean, tell me the films that I should be looking at to double check that that's correct because otherwise i i can't think of anything that is so Zack snyder that i'm like oh yeah i can see this in most of the movies i i just well i'll say this i mean let's not let's not shit on Zack snyder the whole time no i i, love, I mean i love I mean, sucker punch sucker punch 300 and uh watchmen. And watchmen yeah i i, I enjoy those movies a lot yeah i just think that he as evidence with his demand for snyder he's just full of himself and when you see other things he's done you're like no, dude, you, you, you're 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 fine, but you know, you know, just put your lips back where they belong. <laughs> put the ribs back in. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Ralph? Um, because you tilted your head like, because he said sucker punch, and that just brought back uh, flashback uh, PTSD of the shimmy. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast so we could all do the shimmy. But 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 that shimmy carry through. David Ayers was like, I can use that in the Suicide Squad. No, <laughs> and, and, and that's another reason why I don't want to see your cut either. Uh, all right, all right, Ralph. Do you have any quickness before we move forward? Um, um, I heard that we're 
now in a new year. Hmm. This numbering sounds... 2024. Go on. And that happened a few days ago. Hmm. Well, uh, by the way, I'm sorry. That's a few ga- days ago for us. By the time you hear this podcast, that will have been eight years and seven months ago. And by the way, um, a few gays ago, that's another podcast. <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> I love that podcast. A, a few gays? Are, they're hilarious. Yeah, those are my boys. Those are my boys. Shout out to a few gays. <laughs> <laughs> And now I'm gonna have people hit me up. Yo, who are you talking about? <laughs> Mike, we're gonna have to start a podcast. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about it now that um now that we're done with all the um quick news, the pleasantries and then the quick news, let's go right into what we're here to talk about. Let's talk about the Disney Plus series Ahsoka, or like J- Lady J says, Ashoka. Still wrong. I know it's wrong, but she does it on purpose and it drives me nuts. She remember, she's the one that says scrolls. Not scrolls, scrolls. Mm-hmm. And with the synopsis, is the guy who would probably correct her on it, Mike, also known as MFG. Please try that, Mike. I've never corrected anybody. Right. <laughs> so you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Ahsoka is the latest live action series in the Star Wars franchise airing on Disney Plus streaming service. The show features the adventures of the former Jedi Padawan who first appeared in the animated Star Wars Clone Wars series and appeared live action for the first time in The Mandalorian Season 2. The character of Ahsoka Tano was created by George Lucas and Dave Filoni in 2008. Ahsoka Season 1 has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 86% with an audience score of 69%. Wow. And an IMDb weighted average of 80 out of 100. Hmm. Yeah. All right, a little synopsis time. All right. Well, here at Meanwhile 22 Pages Later, we hope that you think of us as more uh, than just the greatest podcast you've ever heard. We also like to think we pass along vital information for life. So remember to wear earplugs if you're dating a screamer. Uh, bring antiseptic if you're dating a bita. And always change the bed sheets after being with Ahsoka. Oh, ah, did you like that one, huh? All right. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> Back to that galaxy far, far away. 31 years after the Clone War, 12 years after Rebels, Eight years after episode six and mere months after the Mandalorian season three finale, uh, Anakin Skywalker's Padawan is all grown up and headlining her own series. Jumping right into the action, the series star is hot on the trail of recently escaped and former Mandalorian villain of the week, Morgan Elsbeth. And with a name like that, you know she's practicing witchcraft. But in a universe full of mind controlling, levitating, floating, clairvoyant, and precognitive heroes and villains, What makes a witch a witch? And the answer, of course, is dressing like a colonial housewife. Uh, Ahsoka soon gets assistance from General Syndulla, Mandalorian Sabine, and long-lost Jedi in training Ezra Bridger, which makes Ahsoka Season 1 feel more like Star Wars Rebels Season 5. The heroes eventually journey in the mouth of a giant space whale from one universe into another in hopes of preventing the return of Grand Admiral Papa Smurf Thrawn, who is determined to reignite the Empire and take down Gargamel. What else? Uh, the action is mostly well-paced, but with nearly every hoe-in-the-hood brandishing lightsabers and using the talk-to-the-hand force stance, casual viewers might feel like they're watching some Comic-Con highlights. And if you thought you saw enough of de-aged Hayden Christensen and Obi-Wan, guess what? <laughs> Alrighty, starring Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano, uh, Natasha Lou Badizo as Sabine Wren, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Harris Sandula, Ray Stevenson as Balan Skoll, uh, Ivana Sakno as Shin Hati, uh, Diana Lee Inosanto as Morgan Elsbeth, 
David Tennant as Hu Yang, Iman Esfandi as Ezra Bridger, Evan um, Witten as Jason Sindula, Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker, and of course, Darth Vader, and Lars Mikkelsen as Grand Admiral Thrawn. All right, so let's get into it. Ahsoka, the series. But before we even say the name correctly, let's press that spoiler button to give people a heads up. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. And that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Such Productions. Ashtushka. <laughs> oh goodness that was my stush lifesaver <laughs> yeah oh, i didn't I, have it i thought it was you doing the mumbling space whale that sounds like a dance the pergo that's like a sexual move the, <laughs> the, the mumbling, mumbling space whale <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i took her back to my place and i did the mumbling space whale <laughs> that explains why you came back two minutes later <laughs> wow okay three gays try to top that guys <laughs> it only takes 30 seconds <laughs> all right so let's get into it ahsoka the series now um, let me ask this question right off the bat. And it's funny because I know we, we know that our main Star Wars guys are not here. Shout out to JP. Shout out to Jazz. Um, guys who suck it. Wow. <laughs> wow. JP, that was your boy. That was not me. Anyway, um, do you think you can watch this show without watching Rebels and still have the same kind of fun? So. I've asked myself this question many a time for many of people have asked me this question before and I tell them the same answer I'm going to tell you Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. this answer, which is what I am speaking of now, Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. no, no knowledge of rebels is required in order to enjoy this series. Really? Yes. It, it does enhance the viewing of the show, but Prior knowledge, not required. Hmm. Okay. Mike, do you agree with that? I, yeah. I mean, I, I agree that you don't have to have watched it, but you will feel a little lost. I've only watched, I think, season one of Rebels. It was a fine enough show. I just, I'm just not that much a Star Wars person. Um, but uh, How dare so, you? <clears throat> so I knew a decent amount of like, I knew who the main characters were and, you know, some things I've just forgotten about this, that, or the other character. But, uh, but as I was watching it, I'm just like, yeah, you, they made some mistakes here, like like just like like Jason, for instance. Like, you know, like like when she uh, just <laughs> when Jason, I'm skipping greatly ahead since we haven't started really getting into it. But when Jason's like sensing something, and that pilot, I don't what was I just call him Pilot Paul. I don't know that pilot that was with her when she when Sindula came yeah. uh, to the planet looking for them. Like she, he's like, well, you know, we searched, and she's like, no, we're going to search again. And he's like, why? She goes. Well, you know, Jason sensed something, and he just looked at her. She, she just went, "Oh, well, his father was a Jedi." So, and then he just kind of went, "Okay, whatever," and, you know. And, and, but that's exactly as the audience how I felt because I'm just like, because I, I didn't know who the father of this kid was because that, you know, I didn't watch enough of the show for that to have happened. And it was the same reaction. It was just like you threw this information at us, and we're even as audience, I'm like, "Oh, okay, whatever," because I'm, this is just advancing the plot. But like, you didn't give me any reason to ever think this you know i, I that, that, and that's why i throw that question out there because i feel like i agree with ralph that you don't have to watch the show to watch this series i mean you don't have to watch excuse me let me clear it up 
you don't have to watch Rebels in order to watch Ahsoka. Right. However, I think it greatly enhances yeah. the show. I, I think all those things that you're talking about, like giving us the reason why to care, mm-hmm. why certain moments should be happening. I think if you don't watch Rebels or don't watch it again, you're missing it. For right. example, let's start with the beginning. So Ahsoka, you know, um, you know, reunites with Sabine. After, you know, um, Ahsoka goes on one of her missions and they're reuniting. And I know I skipped a little bit ahead into episode one, but that moment should mean something more. Right. And or they didn't spell it out enough so that the novices can go, oh, why should we care about this? Oh, because and mind you, they do lay down the groundwork saying, yeah, she studied under her and whatever, whatever. And it didn't work, you know. No, but there's this feeling that you should have known that. Like, for instance, I, I didn't, because I, I said I only watched season one. Ahsoka wasn't introduced yet um, into the Rebels thing. So I didn't know who, and I didn't watch Clone Wars. Well, so I didn't, exactly. I only know Ahsoka from the Mandalorian people here. And like, cool, and she seemed cool in the Mandalorian. But like, I had no idea she was related to this other world and the Rebels. So again, like, like you're saying, like when she shows up, you're just like, okay, I guess you guys know each other. I didn't know you knew each other, but uh, right. it would have been, I mean, I don't know how they could have told us, but it could have been a little bit better relayed to us in some kind of way, you know. Okay. Yeah, we're about to say that. Ralph explains it all. You're welcome. Blindsided. Never, in, but at least we know we got it out of the way. New year, <laughs> and I'm still here. <laughs> and, and earlier, too. Yeah, that's why I keep saying poison in the drink. So, some useful information. Uh, Ahsoka in Rebels has a very short run. Literally, maybe, I want to say, two or three episodes. She's mainly in uh, Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's where she's introduced. Yeah. Uh, so, in, in Rebels, she plays a, I don't even say a key role, because she's in for like a few episodes, and then she goes off and does her own thing. And then shows up again at the very end of, of, the of the series as part of the finale. Right. Well, I know that um, uh, was it Dave or whatever Filoni. Dave Filoni. Yeah, yeah. yeah, had said though that uh, the reaction for her in Rebels though was so great yeah. that he, as much as he, and he loves the character a lot. Yes. But he had to pull her out because they were fearing it was going to actually become the Ahsoka show. Yes. Because that's how much people loved her character. The same because of, of Clone Wars. The yeah. same like Boba Fett. Um, when you introduced Mandalorian, it became Mandalorian two point five. Yeah. 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 So this has been. Ralph explains it all. You're welcome. That was actually pretty tolerable. Uh, that's what you think. <laughs> He's just luring you in for the rest of the year. I'm no fool. I learn. <laughs> I'm like the abuse. I'm like the abused person. That'll be better. I probably. I'm a learning AI. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you are correct. <laughs> all right, all right. So, um, yeah, I think that's a lot of my problem with this. Whatever problems I do have, it's more about the connectivity and making me as a semi-novice Star Wars viewer enjoy it much more. Now, Lady J, shout out to her. I bring this up because her son is diehard. Shout out to Nito. And Nito's somebody that, that says over and over, you should have watched Clone Wars. You should have seen Clone Wars. Now I feel like I should have watched Clone Wars before I saw this, which is like a whole bunch of other work. I didn't expect this. Right. Well, I mean, and you never should need that much work. I mean, that doesn't make any kind of sense. If your show can't give me everything I need to understand it, right. that's a fault of the writing. And by the way, I did want to just point out to uh, Lady J that uh, Soka's name actually was initially going to be Ashoka, named after Ashoka the Great, who was a third Mauryan uh, emperor of uh, Magadha in the Indian subcontinent during uh, 268 to 232 BC. Wow. So just a little bit of information. So, so you mean to tell me that... No, she wasn't right. 
<laughs> I'm not saying she was right, but now I'm saying that she she's gonna she's all she's gonna hear is the name was supposed to be that. Well, it was initially not supposed to be. It just was initially going to be. Yeah, but, but but you should have told me this off podcast. Nah, nah. <laughs> if I can create any kind of disturbance in the force, I'm going to create it. Yeah, I'm going to force you to make no disturbances. How about that one? <laughs> I can cut this out if you want. No, 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 it's okay. He won't. <laughs> he'll, he'll end up cutting out the entire show and leave this part. <laughs> right? It'll be the shortest podcast we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, so let's talk about how some of these characters were treated. So we have Ahsoka, and she comes off very stoic. Almost too stoic? She came off trope stoic unfortunately i love rosario dawson anybody that we've gone through all the uh the the netflix shows with the marvel stuff and she's in them all i love her in general i I think she's a really good actress uh i I think she's got a lot of personality that she's able to put through in her part stuff like that she whether it was her choice or direction both we don't know but she played this as in like i am like this she played it as if everything she said was a pearl of wisdom and like you know, just so deep, and it was very, it was very yeah. distracting because she, she, they, well, again, her choice, their choice, I don't know which. They didn't give her any room for much of anything. She was just pretty much stoic, but not. I mean, she wasn't complete like, uh, like you know, badassy stoic, but she was darn close to that to the point that um, uh, Balin Skull. He's the villain, and even not the main villain of the piece. He was fan. He had this range, like he had this whole like. You could see his 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 conflict and his desires, his concern, like all of this. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. and our lead got none of that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, I agree with that. Well, do you agree with that point? One hundred percent. It was one of the things I talked to, about with my friends. The fact that, um, in again, like. In the Clone Wars, she was you just knock it off. She was 14 years old. Get over it. It is Ralph's not saying in the book. Okay, right. remember that? In the book, she was non-existent. Yeah. But in the Clone Wars, she wasn't stoic like this. Right. Even in when she was in Rebels, right? Right. Granted, that was a different actress, but still, they didn't play the character as stoic as this. I understand this has been a few years later. A few years? And she's you know, gone through some shit, but still like, yeah, it, it seemed way too stoic. She wasn't even stoic like this in Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's like, it's like they said, all right, um, Rosario, here's, here's what I want you to do. All right. Listen, um, I need you to pretend you're at, uh, someone's funeral that you've never even met, but somehow you ended up there and you got to be super serious, like so serious. Well, she wasn't, I won't say she was deeply serious. Like I said, she, she was just like, it would just be, it was if I said, um, oh, hey, Ahsoka, what time is it? You would expect her answer to be like, you know, time. For you to die. No, it would be like, you know, time can be perceived differently for everybody and only works out well when the answers comes. It's something like that. And you're like, give me the fucking time. Yeah. And also like, just stop trying to be deep. <laughs> you know, like, It's almost like when they talk about acting, they say, don't, don't, act sad be sad right like, like you're saying like she's putting on this kind of it, it didn't feel like it's part of it didn't it didn't feel like it was natural and it felt forced and it didn't feel natural to the actress i mean from what we've seen of her in just yeah. in general it, it didn't, didn't feel that na- it's not like oh she acts like that it's like no this is not her and i and i wasn't very happy with that part and i think for me i think that's what took away some of the um the enjoyment out of it because when we saw ahsoka show up in um in mandalorian mm-hmm. and we saw her show up 
um, and Boba Fett. Yep. Um, there was definitely a lot more life. It's the argument I make about Brie Larson. Brie Larson as Captain Marvel sucks in Captain Marvel. Yep. But is good in the Marvels. In the Marvels and is great in Endgame. Right. You know, because there's a there's a personality to it. Yeah. It is the same. It actually is the same problem. Like they they they, they try to make it b- better by giving her the certain personality, and it falls flat. Right. You know, or I mean, and there's parts where it gets better. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's part where Ahsoka does kind of shine, but for those first couple of episodes, I mean, her meeting Sabine and her trying to you know um, figure out what 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 the you know what the plan is about get them getting um, you know Grand Admiral. I was like Grand Admiral Tarkin. Um, Thrawn. Thrawn, yeah. Prawn? Like Thrawn. the shrimp? You have some shrimp? I wish. Yeah. I could, no, I, no, no, I no. Could really go for some shrimp. No, no, no. Right if now. Mike has shrimps, he has to make shrimp puffs. Yeah. No. But he won't. He even promised that years ago. Yeah. The crab cakes? No. Shrimp, shrimp puffs. Shrimp puffs. The ones that Kev ate like in two seconds and Mike goes, well, then fuck it. I ain't going to make this again. <laughs> can you shout, make, shout out to Big Kev. Can big you Daddy make Kev. A shrimp puff crab cake hybrid. No, it's against the law. <laughs> right? Whose law? Nature, Cra- crabs and shrimps living living peacefully in one in one mouth. Wow. It's okay. I have a uh, get out of uh, nature free. Oh my goodness! Anyway, <laughs> so now let me ask you: what do we what, what do we feel about the Mandalorian Jedi hybrid Sabine? Too whiny or just the right kind of balance to hopefully pull more out of us? Well, again, since we they they threw every trope, especially with her, it's like like right away first, you know. Where you know it's this great you know gathering this 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 celebration and we want to celebrate all this da 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 da. So here's our wonderful you know fighter Sabine Wren. Oh, she's not here. Where could she possibly be? They're not going to cut to her on some kind of a motorcycle like thing driving away from where she's supposed to be. And I'm like, <laughs> really? This is how we prove she's a bad girl in 2023. You know? Oh, I disregard authority. Oh, I, and you're like so that was lame. Um, I had forgotten. I mean, I did, you know, because in the Clone Wars, I mean, she has, the, I'm sorry, in Rebels, she has the, the helmet on a lot. Right. Um, but I had forgotten. And when she put the helmet on, I was like, oh, that didn't help. I mean, it was cool, you know, reminding me, but like, then her helmet flew. I'm like, all the Mandalorians, I know that there's different ones that take them off, whatever, but all of their helmets seem to stay on well. Like, hers was just like, I'm like, do you grease the inside with butter every night or something? Like, like if she just got jostled in the crowd, it, like, popped off, <laughs> you know? Um, so it almost felt like, and that was really weird. It just felt like, like, oh, let's throw Mandalorian in when it's convenient for us. And also, by the way, she only has, like, I guess, what's the metal called again? Uh, Baskar. And again, I'm assuming it's Baskar. It's some good metal that she has in a, not full, small chest plate and on her Wonder Woman bracelets, and that seems to be where everyone aims. I'm like, how do you only aim at her? Her whole body is exposed. Shoot somewhere else. It's like Wonder Woman <laughs> when she's walking through the field and they're only aiming for her around yeah. her arms. So I've only been studying uh, Baskar armor for like about 200 years or so. But from what I can tell, it actually draws laser fire in. Oh, like a magnet that sounds like magnet. that sounds unbelievable i know <laughs> i know it's it's I, I can't believe it myself my thing was and when, neither should you out there <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is what um because then they have this whole thing about the map and and, and and them holding the map and um the whole fight for sabine and she's trying to you know protect it and she gets beat pretty bad in the first episode oh yeah how does she survive i mean i know how she survived but it was like so really so here's here's the thing about lightsabers right here we go they're very hot 
right? So as soon as they cut something, they instantly cauterize. Cauterize, yeah. So, and I, I'm not an expert in human anatomy. I'm not an expert in alien anatomy. But really, it, would, it would seem that the lightsaber didn't hit any vital parts. It went through where her lung is. No, it, it was her gut. No, it was it was, it was about midway up. Her lung, lungs go down, way down. A lot of you know, podcasts, guys. <laughs> you know Mandalorian physiology? Yes, completely. How do you know that they have lungs in the same place? Exactly the same place. In fact, they have more lungs. <laughs> <laughs> well, They're 90% lung. That just so sounds I, like I, a bunch I, of hot air. I agree with you, Ralph. We don't know um, alien physiology, but, but I also, think it's a little too convenient. Right, and also they didn't go. Thank goodness it didn't hit your blankety-blank. Because like even even Star Trek sixty years ago would say something like, "Well, luckily your so and so is in a different spot; otherwise, you would have been killed." That's all I'd need to hear. Um, but this is also isn't this the second time we've seen someone badly in in the D- Disney Plus things? I'm like, so are they dangerous? They, like like should I allow kids to play with a, a lightsaber? <laughs> like they don't seem to like get damaged very much. But yet somehow a a maybe inch in slice across the face, you're down and dead. Yeah. <laughs> or, or across the chest through armor. And it's like, the person's dead. I'm like, really? So but getting jabbed? <laughs> you know. So a true Jedi master when wielding a lightsaber also cuts the soul. Ah. That's right. When they just nick the face. Oh, no, no. They cut the soul. Oh, okay. I should have never said that you were deep like a Jedi knight. I really regret that intro. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's deep like a little puddle. I'm actually a Jedi master. Get it straight. All right. Oh my god. Knights are below me. He's a Jedi <laughs> masturbator. Oh damn straight. I really didn't drink. <laughs> I didn't I didn't really think we were going for that joke now. But here we are. And 30 seconds later he's done. Could you imagine? Could you imagine how nerdy you would have to be that every time you get an erection, it just sounds like a lightsaber moving <laughs> <warming> up. <laughs> oh my gosh. I will make that underwear <laughs> and I will become a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> um, how did how do we feel about the introduction of our of part of our villain? Like you mentioned Skull. Like you mentioned that the the late, and I have to say the late Ray Stevenson. Yes. You know, like, it's so sad that I, I can't believe that he was gone before he got to even see what he did. I did not know he was gone. Yeah, he yeah. died. When? Um, um, what, about a month before the, the show came out? Or, like, after? No, actually, it was, uh, yeah, give or take. Oh, God, that's horrible. I did oh, not know that. Yeah, I'm wondering why you're not saying the late. I'm like, him. I didn't know him either that I'm aware of until I he's saw him. He's done a couple of things. I probably I may not have seen him or I wouldn't know him. But, oh, that's really sad because that really makes it sad for season two then. I guess his part just kind of stopped. Yeah, he, he died May but 21st. They, oh, they, filmed, they filmed a lot of it already. Oh, season two? Okay. Yeah. Um, Sadly, he was my favorite part of most and, of it. So, so now that brings a little bit more. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. That brings a little bit more of like some uh, melancholiness to it because you're like, wow, that was one of the better characters. And he's... He can't be the guy anymore. Right. Oh, geez. No, I had no idea. That's sad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but how do we feel about him with his sidekick and the introduction of that going on? I mean, that I'll say the, the scene, even though it was ham-fisted, seemed kind of cool. And I, I enjoyed him. Um, I I enjoyed uh, Balen Skull, and I enjoyed scenes when Shin Hadi was there with him. Uh, the actress, Ivana Sakna, I don't, again, I don't know her from anything else. I, I look at her as poor man's uh, um, 
Scarlett Johansson. Does she not look like Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> I'm looking at her right yeah. now. She I'm... looks like Scarlett Johansson, but just yeah. not. Uh, and which is not a fault. She's she's still a very beautiful woman. But I again, I don't know her, so I don't know if this is her acting or directing. But she just kind of looked like. Am I in this scene? Do you want me to look <laughs> this way? Because I mean, it wasn't. Like, she didn't. She didn't. It didn't look like this was a look I wanted to have. It looked like. When are we going to start shooting? What do you mean the scene's over? Like, 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 you know, like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like look lost or look concerned. Like it just looked like she was lost. <laughs> so I, I, so if she was acting, you did a great job. Um, but, but if not, um, so like I found her watching her disturbing, especially when she was by herself, because she just kept, I kept focusing on her and not the action that she was in. Cause I'm like, is she? She's just she's just bad. <laughs> like I, I can't figure it out. Um, but but nonetheless, I like their dynamic. I did because because like I said, he was like he went from like you know because they're they're the masters and stuff like that. So like sometimes they make jerk decisions. I mean they're good decisions, but it's like I feel like a jerk making it. But you know you're gonna do this. Um, I, I liked his treatment with her, even though it seemed it was definitely abusive. Um, not meaning that I like that kind of relationship. I just liked that you saw that he had a heart, but he was also a, very much a dick. You know. Um, but after that, like I said, when she was by herself, she just felt like rinse and repeat. She would just kind of show up, it was, you know, the fight scene, no matter if it was different choreography, it just felt like it was the same scene. Yeah. Every scene with her felt like it was the exact same scene that she just did. Yeah. But, but, um, but like I said, but him as a villain, I like her when she was with him was fine enough. But yeah, I mean, I, solo, I would have been fine. But, the, you know, the Shin Hadi character, she was okay. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I mean, I guess I didn't focus that much on the Shin Hadi uh, until I knew that she was going to fight Sabine. Right. You know, when because you had you know the the master more than the master that yeah of course you had a couple of times um and, and I like and I do like Ray Stevenson uh, Ray Stevenson's um interaction with mm-hmm. her because he definitely came off as that but I'm confused guys didn't and I I mean you guys are not into the lore as much as JP or Nito or or Jazz didn't they say that there's no such thing as a gray Jedi no that's what people have said. I say that's just. No, people stupid. say that there are, and, and, but, and he's but a pretty prince along with others saying that there's no such right, thing. Right, but he's a dark Jedi. They describe him as, and I, I mean, which I, which Same I just difference. no. I think I mean again, I don't argue too much on that. I because I looked it up and they said that they consider him a dark Jedi, which I think is gray is kind of the reason I think gray sounds stupid is because they go well, they're neither light or dark. I'm like, well, that just means you just do what you want. Dark is saying that like I think they were Jedi trained, but they've just they're not Sith. They've just gone to the bad side. Of 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 the thought, they're still in the fourth sense that they're just a bad Jedi. Consider them more like um, freelance Jedi, because they they're well, they're mercenaries. Yeah, but well, still he, somehow Jedi, which is not right. Because but that's what I'm saying. They're, that they're it, not protecting life. You know, so, it just doesn't make sense. Right. So um, so Jedi, oh, oh, let's call them dark and light, right? So light Jedi are selfless. They they work for protecting others and except for obi-wan yeah and just let that guy die and they don't put their own desires ahead of anything else right dark jedi would be the opposite they all they focus on is what they want you know they're not out to like kill and destroy they will but that's not if it suits their purposes but they're not that's not their main goal right they they just have their own personal which i would actually definitely say in that sense in that definition um, the last episode <laughs> could not have summed up any better when he sent the Shin Hadi. She's like, he's like, oh, you go fight him. And she goes, aren't you coming with me? He's like, nah, you're in, your uh, ab- ambitions are leading you this way. I've got my own. And I'm like, oh, damn. I, <laughs> good <Yeah>. luck. <laughs> There's more than one Jedi down there and one's really good. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 
I did like the the design of of Ray Stevenson's character, where he kind of did seem like a um, uh, a lost uh, a knight without a master. Especially the fact like his we call that Ronin. Yeah. Well, that'd, that'd be a yes. Yes. Ahsoka would be the Ronin, and yeah, he would. But be, they referred to as Ronin. Yes, yeah, that's just true. Um, but but he's he's more of of he's a mercenary. Yes. But like in a medieval knight kind of a way. Yeah. Um, especially his lightsaber. If you notice, it's a two-handed lightsaber, and right. he he wields it like a broadsword. And and when he was in the first fight that he has with Ahsoka. You can see though his fighting style is is uh, is very different to her fighting style. You know, um, that first fight she uses the the two handed style with the, the the tanto blade and a long katana. Right. Um, it's not. It's only until their second fight where she then switches it to the first stance and she's actually able to overpower him in a way. Right. Well, you come back from the dead, you can do anything. That's true. <laughs> well, let's go back before we talk about killing uh, <laughs> killing Ahsoka. Um, well, let's let's get into that's a couple of things we can get into. But let me ask this. Let's go into the death. Obviously we knew she wasn't gonna die. I was shocked that she lived. <laughs> I, I would be shocked I, if you said that. I, I, I was waiting for the title to come up. Sabine. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Oh my gosh. Speaking of titles, so there was a whole big um like fan theory that so remember that that initial guy who um the guy with the thing with the the, the spinning lightsaber what was his name oh i don't know i i took no time to find out who they were so there was a, a whole big um theory that a lot of people thought that that was going to be Azra bridger right and that he he was part of their like yeah um and that he was going to like show like turn back to the good side and that sabine was going to turn to the dark side i mean side. Be Kylo Ren, so thank god they didn't do yeah. that <laughs> because um during the 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 intro scene where you see like the lightsaber r- light reflecting off of people's faces, mm-hmm. every time it reflected off of Sabine's face, it was red. Right, so they're saying that like, oh, she was going to turn to the dark side because of that. Oh. oh, I do remember that. I do remember that. I did not know that. But you know what have been would have been, I thought cool. Well, it became Star Wars as always. But I thought would have been an actual cool person for uh, Ezra to have been, Echo, because it would have meant that Thrawn basically beat him down enough that he just made him the head of his guards. Oh, okay. Because oh. he had a mask that was unlike anyone else. It kind of was a face. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that's going to be Ezra. That would be kind of cool if that was him, you know? So they, um, fun fact, the... Is it going to be fun? I, for me, it is. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm a big history buff. Fun's very subjective. Go ahead. Uh, those stormtroopers were, uh, they were modeled after or representing the lost um, Roman legion that went missing, like they were made to be look like the Lost Roman Legion. Um, the way that they were dressed with the like the the rags around the like the mm-hmm. armor, and then the the metal faceplate that you were talking about. It's like well, he was the only one that had one yeah. like that, you know. But I also thought it was weird that that all of those guys were they're on a planet and they've been there for how many years? Do you think they've been there? I can tell you. I I would say. Quite many. Well, not not probably as many as you're saying. With that, quite a many. They've been there for twelve years. That's, this is that's the, quite a many, right? I mean, well, because that's the timeline is that rebels went from five um, BBY to zero, and this takes place twelve ABY. 
So they've been there for 12 years. Okay. But it's, it's not about just being 12. I'm like, you're 12 years. It seems like you're just in uniform. That's a hot ass sweat. I'm like, there are no people to battle worth battling. Like, there's no reason to be in this tip top military shop. I'm just like, it's been 12. It's not like, like he just went out two years ago and he's been playing. I'm like, it's been 12 years, man. Like, like at some point, I didn't understand. I'm like, why are you fully in armor? A tad musty. <laughs> all the time. Like, 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 they must just like have a little valve to let out all the sweat. <laughs> you know? They, so actually, they, uh, um, it's, it's going to sound kind of gross, but they uh, recycle all the sweat. Are there machines? Does this thing really do that? Yeah. yeah. Well, but, well, it would, well, for sweat... Because they're not drinking. I mean, it would probably just be to cool them down. And that would make sense. Yeah. You know, that's what it's supposed to do anyway. Right. And that they would probably, like, it probably cools the water and then is used to, to make it so not so uncomfortable. Right. But still, you could just take off the armor. You've got nothing to do for 12 years. Right. You don't <laughs> want to know what they do with the urine. Yeah. I do. I don't want to know. You don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, let, let, I mean, we've been dancing around. Let's talk about it. Uh, let's talk about. I mean, because okay, we, so what they do with the urine? No, 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 no. no. I'm, I was going to talk about the. Um, the That's the, what new Coke was. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, and okay. Pepsi Blue. Oh. Let me put down the uh, questions so you guys can freaking answer. How about this? Number one, um, in, in in the middle of the series, we get to the the thing where Ahsoka and. Um, um, answer being tracked, um, tracked down, um, Balin, and they start, you know, fighting over the, um, the, the, the map, orb map, the mm-hmm. orb map, and after Ahsoka gets sent over the cliff, were you surprised that Sabine gave up the map? I Got- was not surprised because that was going to move the story along. What really made me mad, of course, and again, like it's like I, I can't. I there's certain things I find you redeemable for, and I'm not going to sit there and list like all the things in a story, but risking millions dying. I mean, millions. I mean, and we know, I'm sorry, possibly billions, not exaggerating because death star, whole planet. This guy is severely feared. She knows him because she knows him from rebels. She knows exactly why Ezra sacrificed himself to get him out of the galaxy. And I get, I mean, look, uh, you know, it's not, they're not brother and sister. They're not mother and father, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's your friend. And I get it was your your best friend and stuff like that 12 years ago. And I'm not belittling that, but, and and thinking that he might, she doesn't have proof he's even alive. It's not like, you know, like we also got a uh, radio signal from Ezra. He's alive. Now we've got a choice. It's like, this is maybe. It just is one of those like, cause you know, she's going to give it up. I knew she was, I wasn't shot. And you know she's going to have a redemption. I just, I'm like, I, that whole like, yay, it worked out. Redemption doesn't work for me for something such a severe downside. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a severe downside to, well, it worked out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, I, and, and part of that's just my personality. It's not just about storytelling. It's my personality. I don't like that. Like, it sucks, but sometimes you just have to make that grown-up decision of like, it's not like I know for a fact that I'm deserting him. I can't risk the galaxy going under the empire again and billions dying because damn well, if I'm a Soka, I'll be like, that was her fault. I'm going to go around. I'm not even going to fight anymore. I'm just going to planet to planet. Yeah. Your, your family died. Sabine Wren. <laughs> <laughs> know it. Love it. <laughs> Let me ask you, Ralph. Um, once Ahsoka went over the edge, 
And then she was sent into the, what would they call that? The, the in-between places? That's something? the world between worlds. The world between worlds. And obviously they showed that in, Rebels. it was Rebels, right. They showed that in Rebels. And it's, it's associated to the Rainbow Bridge from evidently Asgard because it's got the same idea. Yeah. Right. So um, it's never actually clear whether or not that was the world between worlds or if it was uh, um, like, a, like the afterlife. Or be or limbo, made to look like the world between worlds. What's the difference between limbo and the world between worlds? I thought that was just the same thing. So the world between worlds is uh, it's like is that where a Jedi can send their self to or something? So it's it's a I would say it's like another dimension that connects all throughout time. Okay. So in in uh, Rebels, Ezra gains access to the world to the world between worlds. Through a portal on uh, Lothal. So I'm sorry. Just so once again, needed to watch Rebels because again, I didn't know this existed, and this is only making that that part worse for this storytelling. But, but that's the thing, though. So like that that whole sequence, sure, it looked like the world between worlds, but in the one that we saw in Rebels, it didn't look like the way that they showed it. Right, but also you're talking kinda, about. But you're also talking about live action interpretation. So you you know because I mean Sabine Wren does not look like Sabine Wren either. <laughs> you know. So, um, but in that world between worlds, he hears the voices from different times. So that's how, so he, Ezra actually, the reason why Ahsoka is going like this hard for Ezra is because he saved her life. In Rebels, um, she ends up fighting uh, Vader. You're talking about Sabine or Sabine? Uh, uh, Ahsoka. She's not going that hard for Ezra. I mean, she's in a she's, way she's going, but she's kind of like Ahsoka. Yeah, I mean, Ahsoka's she's, not going that hard. I mean, she's not I going. That, I don't feel. Yeah, I because because I mean, the only reason she brought up Ezra was to get Sabine to translate the map. <laughs> I <laughs> you guess. Know? I guess. But um, Ezra, uh, there was a point earlier in the in the Rebel season. Uh, Sabine, uh, not Sabine. Uh, Ahsoka saves the Rebels crew. From Vader, she stays behind to fight Vader. Right, I remember seeing that. Yeah. Um. So then later on, Ezra gains access to the world between worlds through the portal on Lothal, and he looks through one of the doorways where the the owl of the sister is perched over, and he sees uh, the scene where Ahsoka was fighting Vader. He then uh, reaches in and pulls Ahsoka back out, just in time before the explosion would have killed her. Right. Um, along the way, they also see the scene where uh, Kanan Jarrus, which is uh, Ezra's uh, master, who trained him. Um, and Sindula's husband. Uh, and Jason's father. Jason's father, yes. True, true. Um, sees when Kanan sacrifices himself to try to, um, to, to let them escape and it's from, uh, from, uh, from, from Thrawn. Um, he, he was tempted at that point to also uh, save Kanan. But then Ahsoka stops him and tells him, if you do that, then you're pretty much changing the whole timeline because then he wouldn't be able to stop the explosion from engulfing the ship and everybody would have died. Right. So he chooses to let them go. They also see um, Emperor Palpatine trying to access this, the world between worlds. And they managed to... Did they also see him having sex so that he could eventually have a granddaughter? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They don't show that scene. No. You do hear something, though. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's him do it <laughs> order 69 <laughs> not 66 69 oh yeah um but yeah so and then they get it out make but it bringing out. this forward 
So, um, yeah, so it's it, it's never really clear that it's the world between. Let's worlds. just say it's the world between because it, 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 it well, everything that you read about the states they were in the world between worlds. I mean, that's that's where they were, right? So, so the, the theory is <laughs> yeah. that that's where um, Balin is trying to gain access to. He feels that there's a, a a place on that planet that will allow him entrance into the world between worlds, so he can go back and change some shit. Right. Ah, okay. okay. Now, how do we like the, the um, hating Christians as? Um, Anakin and Darth Vader. Mike, you're already shaking your head. So before you say Stop. something, go, go, well, let's go. Let's go with the light. So, Ralph? so there wasn't. Um, there was a little de aging at first, but then as a little as the scenes went on, it was mostly makeup. It wasn't digital, so I didn't. I didn't mind that as much. It was kind of cool to see Hayden Christensen Why? Re- reprise his role because I because Obi Wan didn't do it enough. I, I actually <laughs> I, I, enjoy I, think, I actually enjoy Hayden Christensen as an actor. I think he's he's, he's kind of good. I'll say this: he was better than he was in in the prequels. He was it, there's something about him now. Maybe because he's older. Maybe because they made it very limited. Money, but 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 whatever it is, they've made it in a very limited role. It's almost like. I'll make a baseball analogy. If you know a guy can only throw fastballs and can't, th- and can't throw a curveball or a changeup, he's only got one pitch. You're not going to have him pitch nine innings because at some point people are going to catch on to his weakness and make him look bad. You keep that pitcher in one inning to do one job. And I think that's what they did with him. I think with Aiden Christensen, they said, okay, you're going to show up as a ghost for a little bit of time in one episode or one and a half, you know, to be able to, you know, show us what's going on, reminder of stuff, turn kind of into Vader, and then you're done. I think it was funny. The thing is, it's not that his acting for this part was bad. I'm just tired of them dragging it back. It's just like, you know, I, I it's it's just getting old. And that whole montage, like, and now I've trained, finally. And I'm like, really? Oh, okay. It just felt like, at the end of that scene, when she's gotten her final training lessons, it, I felt just like, again, I call him Pilot Paul, where I'm like, Sure. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, because that's what it, it just felt like. This was to explain how she could finally beat Balon Skull. Like, 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 it, it, it didn't serve any actual, like, logical, like, you know, she didn't go away for a few months and come back. It's like, no, we needed to do this in about three minutes, <laughs> you know, and have it so that this is going to be our explanation of how she beat. And it's like, sure, whatever. <laughs> you know. Well, well, let me ask you guys, Ralph, Mike, who seemed much more alive because these are both characters from Rebels. Was Ezra or was Grand Admiral Thrawn um, better than what they were in the cartoon? So, uh, I, I like the fact that they had the voice actor who did Grand Animal Thrawn um, come in and, and play the role as a live action character. That was cool. Honestly, they could have done with a better uh, uh, person, someone who would actually. Dude, this blue man group reject guy like, yeah. did not intimidate me. I, I liked his words. I hated his makeup. It yeah. had, I don't need him to be in some mask, but it's like. Just the slightest bit of accent shading yeah. than than a kid literally painting his face blue. Like just accent, like something to give him a little bit of a jawline, a little bit more, you know, a little bit of a, a, a angular cheekbone because that's also a villainy type thing. You know, clean up again around the jawline. Just a little, I mean, just, just, and not a lot, just, just subtle, like just a different shade of that blue that's darker. Just add it in there. But it was just so bland that I just kept looking at him thinking, you're so bland, but I did like his words. Like I, I did, yeah. especially as it went on, like initially it was just like, you're boring, but then 
I like the fact that you saw his plotting without them telling you his plotting. Yeah. Like when he would just be like, well, just send this yeah. and, and that'll just be sufficient. And then when it didn't work out, he'd be like, well, they went to the such and such and so-and-so and that works out well. He didn't go, well, this is the reason why I told you to do that. Like, I'd like they didn't explain. He just went, no, no, I didn't really care if you killed them because I, and I like that as a villain because this, how many times we've said it's like, well, we're just going to leave. I don't care if they're dead or alive. They're on a planet that they can't get off of. So I win, win. <laughs> you know? Right. And I like that. Like he didn't have to explain it, but he's just like, really, I'm just stalling them. Yeah. <laughs> you so, so you like this planning, but you didn't like the way he, uh... I just think that like Ralph said, I, I think again, I don't know him from the rebel series. Cause I didn't go that far, but I just think I, again, I don't need you to be looking like the devil. I just think someone a little bit more imposing would have helped. I, yeah. I, I feel that too. I, I feel that. I mean, I'm sorry, Ralph, go ahead. Yeah, no, just like a, a, a different actor who looked more the part of Thrawn mm -hmm. would have been better. I do like the fact that they that they try to include, you know, that, that they did include the mm -hmm. voice of Thrawn. But now, mind you, I'm not as familiar with Thrawn. I mean, I've seen Rebels here and there. Yeah. But, and, and I know from Nito, shout out again to Nito, because him and I had a lot of time to talk about this. There's just something about Thrawn that just doesn't strike me as scary. Palpatine's scary, Grievous scary. Not scary, but like, um, like you can feel the villainy in them. Mm -hmm. Vader, you can go all the way down the road. Th Thrawn? All right, so, so listen, I'm going to uh, channel my inner JP and a little bit of me, all right? So in the books... Oh, God. Right? <laughs> Moving along. Uh, the Thrawn Trilogy books uh, by... Um, Moving along. Timothy Zahn. <laughs> Great series. JP put me onto it. Okay. All right. Um, that's where Thrawn originates from. Right, I know that. And, oh, I heard that, yeah. And that that version in the books, right... He is incredible. Like you, you, you see the genius behind. Him. It's it's very sad that the in in this live action adaptation you don't really get much. Uh, you don't really get to see much about Thrawn. You know, like the, his thought process and everything. In the books, it it really goes to show how much of a tactical genius this guy is. He he studies a a culture, right? Uh, a civilization. He focuses on their artwork, right? And based on how their they uh, cultures ex uh, races express themselves, right? He's able to put his mind into uh, and think the way that they do, and is able to outmaneuver them. And he, he in the in the books they show he has like this like sort of like hollow deck kind of office, where all around the office all the artwork and everything is holograms, and he just flips the switch and it changes to the different um, race of, of that he's he's fighting at the time, and his tactical brilliance just shines in the books. <laughs> and right. that's, that's where like, cause it's also, I wouldn't call Thrawn evil, right? He's, he's grant. Yes. Yes. He has, you know, if, sense. If, if you, if you're, if you're trying to rule and destroy people all for the best, you're, you're just he's, evil. <laughs> like this is, that's how it's coming out. You know, he's a very complicated character because he's not doing this out of a desire to rule. He wants order in a way. Right, like Thanos, kind of. Right, so it makes sense to side with the chaotic group in order to get order, instead of just siding with the people that want order in there's, order to get order. There's a long history because he was exiled right. from his original yeah, galaxy, this whole yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but his his main goal, if if he doesn't have to kill anybody, he won't to win. Like he'll he'll just do whatever he needs to to win. If it involves destroying a whole bunch of people, yeah, he'll do it. But that's not his first choice. 
You know, if, right. if you're if you're truly evil, no, you know, no. That evil has nothing to do with that. killing anybody. <laughs> that's like saying that's like that, that, would that, take pleasure. That's the argument that me and, and Joe the intern shout out to Joe the intern had an argument about Venom. He goes, "Well, Venom's not really evil." I go, are you kidding me? He goes, "Well, he, he only kills when he has to." I go, "But the fact that he wants to do that yeah. is but evil." Thrawn doesn't want to. No, care. but the point is, he does, and, right. he, and, and he can. And and and, he, and and by the way, that great of a tactician could figure out a way not to. <laughs> But let me bring it to the question that I wanted to ask. Is that Thrawn in yes. this show? It looks right. like it's not. Because what you're saying is something that's a real complex character that's interesting. It's that they don't they didn't they didn't give it enough time to bring out that complexity. I, I, I mean, I'll, uh, I'll I'll say this, but I, I, I kind of think that also there's ways of, of writing the story to make you feel I did not feel anything for him. No, I mean I was like well he felt he, like a, he was only in for like what two or three episodes, right? When they finally or, got or to him. Two. Right. Uh, but I mean, the thing is, it's just like, I felt that he was a tactician and that's fine. Like I said, I like the fact that they, but it's just, he just doesn't feel threatening and it's not the character. It's just, I think it's a lot the character and the actor and, and the writing. I mean, it's, it's just all of it together, but I just didn't feel he was, it's not that I didn't think he was a threat. He just didn't feel threatening. He, you know, like I said, he thought of things to do and to, to, to get what he wanted, which was right. to buy time. And I get that. It's just, it's one of those things where it's, it just makes you feel like, okay, so if he showed up. Back in in in, our, in their galaxy, da 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 da. It's just one of those where I, I don't feel like, oh my god, he's going to immediately mass this army and it's going to be such a threat. It's like can be, but it also feels like it feels like you're going to you're going to make him a threat as opposed to him being a threat. Right. You know, um, you're just going to write it such that he's become this threat. I don't know. Um, but I also want I want to talk about like uh, the the, uh, the 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 the, the coven and the, and magic. The, the oh, fact with that, a K. The, yes. the fact, Magic with a K. It doesn't matter if it's with a G <laughs> and a J. Um, it's with a K. It's different. It's it's weird when they when because uh, again I I know um, Elsbeth is uh, well, she's from this series right yeah yeah Elsbeth yes. was but she I mean she's from uh, Mandalorian but she didn't exist before um, I don't know in in the other series if the idea of magic has come up I I know in the Star Wars things that I've watched I've never heard them talk about magic. It's in the books, you know, and that's unimportant unless they're also in canon in the books um, any longer. They're in canon, but uh, but again, I'm not reading the books. This, and, I, we're, we're, and also, and that's your also problem. The, but, but, the, but the thing is, the, <laughs> the books, books aren't in canon. Right. Remember that? They, no, no, they, no, no, no. There, there, are, there, there are, are some. But my whole point though is, I don't care what's written in the books. These are all TV series that have to give us because unless unless they go. Ahsoka, episode one. Here's the listed reading before you can watch the enemy. Like, no, it's that's like, what, but right. That's what, but no, but, that's so my, I'm just leading yeah, into even about, like, not just talking about Ahsoka, I'm talking about the idea of magic. Now, yeah. not, not even the show is, I don't care if it's in the book. It's not in the movies and it's not in any of the TV series. It's, that's, but it's in the X-Men. Right, um, and it could be. But uh, so magic. my whole point is that, so now how do we feel about magic in a place where we already have Jedi and Sith people doing things that seem like magic. Because think about it, they're they're known as witches. I mean, and you know, granted, it's lazy writing that they called them witches because you know they're they're not from Earth and didn't know the culture of witch. And anyhow, they could have come up with another word. Um, they're called witches, and they they kind of drop it like, and you know what that means because we know what the word witch means to us. But all we see them using is either technology or things that just seem like the Force. But evidently. They're not because they're witches and they don't go like, oh, they're force users that deviated from the path. And you know, no, no, no. They don't say they're force users. They're witches that seem to be doing everything else that everyone else is doing. So how do we feel about this idea of magic in this universe? 
You know what's funny? I couldn't put words to it how I felt. It felt out of place. And that's it. It, it, yeah, felt, it, it felt very out of place. Um, and my and I know all the Jedi people. I apologize. You're gonna all hate me about this, but I just feel like I hate you. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that already. <laughs> I just feel like in in a way, I see what they want to do. They want to expand the world. I, I, I'm gonna. I'll say it this way. One of the complaints of Meanwhile 22, and not as a whole, but I know Mike has made the complaint a couple of times, and I made a complaint once in a while. And I never complain. Never. If I had a nickel. Um, One of the complaints is that, you know, let's stop focusing on the whole Skywalker trilogy, saga, people, lineage, whatever. And let's worry about other people and other parts of this universe. It'd be nice if it was without the timeline of the Skywalkers. Right. I I understand. But what I'm saying is also, you know, you're saying expand the universe and show us what else there is around. When we talk about the witches, it just felt like. I didn't know. It felt like somebody watched True Blood and was like, I have got an idea. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, it did, I mean, and that's exactly the way to put it there. And I, and I you know, and I, I appreciate Ralph saying like, you know, the, the idea of magic is in the books. But again, it doesn't do us any good as viewers because that's what we're, we're talking about, the mediums that we have here. But also it it feels out of place. Like, like it's kind of weird to have magic in a place where people are doing what seems like magic but you've given it a name you've 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 told us it's not magic it's you're born with uh you know stupid yeah. midichlorians yeah, I'll say it. That, but you're born with this and then you can learn a little of that and and you can do all these magical type things and then you're going to tell me oh but then there's witches <laughs> and i'm like well what the hell can they do <laughs> and it's like they, seems like the same damn thing they know? can revive the dead they were also shown in um rebels and in uh clone wars clone wars Okay. Yes. Um, That's right. Because because the uh, the the sisters of uh, or the daughters of Daphimir were the ones who brought back uh, Maul from the dead and gave him and repaired him. Uh, they fixed his legs. Well, that just could be anybody. <laughs> I mean, that part I was like, <laughs> I was like, so they, I brought they, you back from the dead. Oh, and I also made you a ham sandwich. That part's not as interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, so they um, they've played a, a big role this is where indirectly you're, where your your argument about not having to be able to watch the other shows in order to fully understand this show well yeah i mean that that's just shooting it more and more into the foot but again question how do we feel about magic in, in the star wars series now like how do we feel about there being magic and especially considering we have no rules to the magic and it's just oh they're magic i'm like mm, that's, what, what does that mean what does that mean <laughs> you know why? Well, I, I can't truly give you the answer that you want because I, I just want I'm, your answer. <laughs> well, I, I'm fine with it because oh, okay. I, I understand the way that it works. And, and, and but I mean, not just talking about the way. I mean, like, so you feel it's fine having magic in our Star Wars environment? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I honestly have no problem with it because the way that I've seen it used beforehand, like it, it requires focus and training. It's not something that anybody can do. Like the Force. Like the Force. Yes. Right. And again, I keep saying, so but then... It's, it's, you know. it's like a different aspect of the Force, you could say. That's do they say? They do. On the shows? Yes. Can I... When? Can, <laughs> like in, in Clone Wars and in Rebels. So they actually get into how it works? Yes. Really? Yeah, because they, oh, okay. they go to a planet, uh, they go back to Daphomir at one point, and uh, some, uh, like I guess, Force ghosts, you would call them, I guess, in a way, I of, of some of the daughters of Daphomir start attacking them and actually possess um, Sabine for a while. Right. But they couldn't be force ghosts because they don't use the force. 
they're evil folks ghosts. But they not, no, it's not evil force. They're magic ghosts. There we go. <laughs> there magic we ghosts. go. But yeah, then they did the service because again, magic I shouldn't have I shouldn't have to watch <laughs> something from 20 years ago in order to know what I'm watching now. But also the fact that they've given us nothing in this series to explain. They're just like, they're magic. I'm like, okay. They're witches. I'm like, oh, bye. okay. Don't you <laughs> yeah. believe in magic in a and young then, girl's heart? Only when I'm eating it over an altar. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, oh, it's a, also your Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> that went weird because he goes, do you believe in magic in the young girl's heart? He goes, only in eating. I'm like, ew, ew, yeah. <laughs> ew, cannibal, ew. Um, you know, uh, Hannibal Lecter actually has Mike's cookbook. I would go into that, but we have very little time. <laughs> um, yes. Words. Yes. Um, stormtrooper zombies. Eh. What the fuck? So that's everybody is the zombies. That's part of the magic. I know. That was not on my wait, bingo wait, card. Wait, it's part it of was ma- cool, though. It's part of magic, or is it just you know force users reanimating the body by making it move? Same difference. It's just magic. They're, they're repossessed. <laughs> right. Well, again, what I'm trying to say is that watching the show, all it is is that you're just manipulating a body using the force at a distance. I'm like. Okay, magic. <laughs> you know, it's it's it heart. just it just wore it down where I'm like, I don't get it, but I, okay, I get <laughs> with a you K. Know, yeah, I don't get it with a K. Oh, magic with a K. Okay, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm getting so lost in it. So, um, I mean, <sighs> but everyone has to have zombies. It's the only way you can entertain the masses. <laughs> Fuck zombies. <laughs> All right, I said it. I said it. So let me ask you. I mean, we, you know, they, 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 they get to, you know, they, they, they get into a whale which seems not convenient. But I was like, really, the whales know where to stop? And they explain, you know, how the whales know. And well, only was, when they're going to die. I'm like, were these whales going to die? <laughs> well, Jonah was in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh goodness. Oh, that's nice. Jonah and the whale. You know? Oh, stop. So they were inside <laughs> the Akanti. Oh wait, that's Marvel space whales that have been out for about forty years or more. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, they invented these new whales that travel through space right. called, the, called the Pergo. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pergos were actually in canon. Oh, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying that Marvel had them 40 years ago. Oh, <laughs> these yeah. space whales. I'm like, oh, I wonder where you got that novel idea from. <laughs> yeah, well, um, so let, let, let's bring it to the finale because obviously this, we've gone a couple of different places. But it's funny because we're picking at so many things. Is all this picking was what made you feel the way you feel about the film? Like, I mean, the fact that you you're all these different directions. Like Mike talks about the magic. Um, Ralph talks about a lot of things that he's been able to, you know, the information that he had watched from previous shows that, and read that and read that, that that made it feel, you know, like a much more better experience. Did I mean, is this what bothered us? You know, or is this what made it great for you, Ralph? For me, just knowing everything that I know and then seeing it all culminate in this series just made it amazing. So you're saying it's a fan fever dream? Yeah. But it's not a fan. It's a it's a super fan because most Star Wars fans do not read the books. They, you know, a lot of people that you run into, they're Star Wars fans. They love the movies. They watch them endlessly. They watch the shows. They're not reading the books. So that's a whole other level. You know, that's what I'm saying. So like you're, they're not they're, fans. They're, they're, they're hitting a very picky niche. Um, but again, I, it's not—it's not that I dislike Ahsoka at all. I, these are just problems I have with it. I had a good time for the most part. I thought um, where where she died and we had to deal with Hayden Christensen, uh, even without him, that was just a very slow episode that really gave me nothing at the end. It just, like I said, it just gave me an excuse as to why she can now beat 
you know, Balin, which, which is at the end of it, I'm just like, we're just going to, she's just going to be able to beat him. Yeah. And then she didn't kill him, but she still bested him. And I'm like, this is all the purpose of this. But I'm like, I sat through an entire episode to get this one point because really the, the, her backstory, I didn't care enough. Um, cause I have no invest instruments besides Mandalorian for, her, even though I know she's been around, I didn't watch Clone Wars. So like, I don't have this vested interest in needing to know all these little ins and outs. And what's funny is that um, a, a character that I feel like they could have used a little bit more to kind of tie things in was the robot was um, Hu Yang. Hu Yang cracked me. I was like, that just is me in space, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I felt familiar. <laughs> oh, by the way, like, that was another thing that just kind of pissed me off. And this is just standard Star Wars pissing me off stuff though. Um, so you had Sabine, we never saw her use the force at all. She she was told like, oh, start small. We never saw her do diddly squat. And then they're going towards this big ass gate, which I'll go backwards in another thing that had me bothered with the force, but she, they're going towards this big, big ass gate. They're on two different howlers. And um, uh, Ahsoka's like, you know, Ezra, we, the gate. And so he's like, you know, he puts out the talk to me hand and and then she goes, Sabine, help. And he, she puts out, and you hear another vroom, which means she's doing it. We have yet to see her do anything with the Force, and yet, and neither had Ahsoka, because she asked her how's her training, but she's like, eh, you know, weaponry I'm good with, but, and that's, remember, she had told her, like, well, you have to believe in the Force, you know, so it's like, she hadn't even seen her, but she just directs her to help, and I'm like, based on, did we miss a scene, and then, you know, then they get the gate going, right. but also, like, um, like, other things with the fighting when uh, when their ship is badly damaged, and Ezra's there, and, um, Ahsoka and Ezra jump off the ship and then they're below it holding up the ship. And I'm like, when did you both get this powerful? Because you have a lot of trouble fighting people. And I'm like, but you're both holding up tons of metal at this point. You know, like like tons of metal where the Hulk would be like, it's a little heavy. <laughs> Maybe the thing could help out. <laughs> you know, like, like, I mean, it's, it's a lot of metal. This isn't like a Volkswagen they're lifting. And I'm like, it's that, that, that little, it's, again, it's, it sounds nitpicky, but it's that little thing where you're like, because, you know, when you're watching some fights, you're like, well, why don't they use the force? And then you're like, oh, okay, well, they do some here. But I'm like, they would be bashing them to death at this point if you can hold up thousands of tons of yeah. metal, you know? It was just like one of those things that just kind of irks me a bit, too, with the, with the force that way. But again, Sabine's sudden. Then, then she went from being able to help with the gate, then she could barely get her lightsaber off the ground. And I'm like... Well, which is it? Does she know how to use it or not now? <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, maybe it's like 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 the way a toddler can throw something with force, but not do something very delicate. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I, I mean, guess. I don't know. I it was just I, one of those things that just kind of irks me a little bit too with the storytelling. And and how do we like where it left us in the end, where you know you have Sabine and you have Ezra and you have them, you know, on the planet with nowhere to go because they had to. They, they had to close things down. Otherwise, the universe would be in danger. Oh, that was a nice show. Thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Um, I mean, obviously, they're going to figure out some way. I mean, I guess a space whale will drift by. Hey, where are you guys going? You know, <laughs> I'm going to die going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I want to live. I want to live. <laughs> it, just, it just flies off. Um, I mean, it's I mean, it's fine. I mean, I, I didn't need a more exciting ending, but it, it is kind of like a it feels like this ending that when you come back to get them back to where Thrawn is, because obviously they've got to start fighting, it's going to feel like you reached for this rescue. Like, you know, like whatever it is that gets them out, it's going to feel like a really big reach. And that's my only danger. I would have, been, I would have preferred if they had just gotten, you know, somehow with, and then maybe got um, split off maybe because they, they got their 
quite a little bit too late, so they got dragged through the uh, the warp, but then also get let off early or something like that, and they're just in a different part of that galaxy. Right. I would have felt better there than versus they're in a totally other galaxy. And right now, the only thing we know that'll get them back is either another big-ass space warp thing or the Pergo, you know? Right. You're forgetting another thing, which is not your fault because you didn't see it, but the world between worlds is also another way in which they could possibly make it back to the other galaxy. Like I said, or a really big reach. <laughs> That's why I said it's going to be a really big reach. Not that <laughs> yeah. big of a reach because it's already established of what it's capable of. Ask anybody that's watched this show that's a normal Star Wars watcher, and they're going to go, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> you know? Well, we should ask our three. You, we should what, ask our three. You know what what our, three our three nerds? I, I said average. <laughs> but also, well, you know? yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. I said it's it's average <laughs> Star Wars watchers, and they're going to be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, It's average. No. <laughs> JP and Jazz are not average, and Nito. I'll say I'll, I'll I'll attest for Nito. He's got a very very vast knowledge of Star Wars as well. Oh, we got to get a Star Wars trivia going. Yeah, oh, like a whole show. I, <laughs> Jazz, JP, Nito. We, I think we got something coming up. How many how many screws were in the cell that Leah had on the left wall? Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jazz would be like forty four. <laughs> Explain magic in the Jedi world. Go <laughs> with a K. <laughs> with a K. Anything we want to add before? Oh, by the way, shout out to C three PO who made a little uh, cameo real quick. Yeah, that was it was cute to see him. I was like, oh. I guess we have to. Well, especially <laughs> because they weren't, you know, they weren't going to let them, you know, do what they got to do. And all of a sudden, C-3PO comes over and goes, you know, um, you know, to basically says that Leia, you know, I was like, wow. Okay, they're pulling that out? All right. So that's one of the things that pissed me off. Wait, what? <laughs> because Disney doesn't want to recast Leia, um, uh, like, doesn't want to recast Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, or even um, uh, um, uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford's characters. Um. Instead, they. But didn't they recast? Well, I mean, well, yeah. Didn't they recast in Solo? I mean, that's what they did in there. Yes. Right. I don't know why in this one they oh. haven't done that. Like you, you could have someone portray a young Leia to come in and and do that instead of having C three pro do it, and it would have been a, a far better scene. Well, I mean, or even just have C three pro with her. Yeah, like that would have been a distraction because people would like. Oh. Yes, a little bit, but it'd been a nice little cameo that they could then. Yeah, I mean, but see now, but and where they are now though. It's, it's, it's the Sorry, rebuilding it's, of the galactic. No, no, I mean, it's it's only eight years after um, after Jedi. After Jedi, it's it's only eight years after. So, I I mean I'm not saying that they can't recast. I'm a first person like yeah, just recast. I don't care. But I, I fan wise, I could see where they're just like because it's not like oh you know she's so much older now we can get away. It's like no, she's just eight years older than than Carrie Fisher that you know in the in the original run. It's going to look like Carrie Fisher, <laughs> like like you know what I mean. No, but you could just have someone else do it. You should say oh that's Leia. They could, but I mean I can see why they don't want the hassle from the fans. I can see that they're just like we can just avoid this, <laughs> you know. F them. All right. Well, All they right. did. They gave us a young Leia. Wow. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right. So, anything else we want to add before we go before we go into rewriting and ratings? I cannot wait until the second season of this show comes out. Sounds like sounds like you're being sarcastic, but I know you you like it. I love it. But then why are you sound like a robot? I don't know. Why are you sounding like? A robot? I'm not sounding like a robot. <laughs> Mike, what about you? Anything else? Not a damn. Not a damn thing. Okay, so let's go into it. Renaming the series, Ralph. Pass. Wow. Okay. Pass. 
past. Okay. I, I couldn't think of anything that okay. would make sense. I've got one. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka. I'm sure that it would have made more sense watching Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> After watching Clone Wars. Mike. Ahsoka, if you got him. Oh, wow. <laughs> and after we talked about soaking, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's I, an off-podcast joke. We can't talk about it here. I got one. Ahsoka, barely know her. <laughs> well, I we, think that's... We were better off you know, But you know, I kind of like that. But you know, I kind of like that. that Ahsoka, good. barely know her. If you didn't watch Clone Wars and you didn't watch some of the other stuff, and then you watch this, I think you can make an argument for that. There you yeah. go, yeah. Yeah, but that's me making it a stretch. Like them coming back from that other galaxy. All right, <laughs> ratings for Ahsoka. Ralph? I give Ahsoka eight lightsabers through the gut. It wasn't the lungs out of ten. Why did you take mine? <laughs> you took mine. It was definitely the lungs. <laughs> it wasn't the lungs. You don't know anything about Mandalorian anatomy. I invented Mandalorian anatomy. How many Mandalorians have you been with? Uh, how many are there? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to give Ahsoka six very blue Grand Admiral Thrawns that look like, what did Mike say? Smurfs? Yeah, he's just a big old Smurf. Out of ten. <laughs> Mike? He's, he's, he's a strategic Smurf. <laughs> really, really, Cap, I expect better from you. You should be better prepared. <laughs> wow. Um, I give it uh, Ahsoka seven and a half stormtroopers wearing their uniforms on a desolate planet for no reason for 12 years out of 10. (laughs) They want to maintain that musk, you know? (laughs) So there you have it. Ahsoka getting ready for season two. But now that Mike talks about the mustiness of season one, something I got to think about until then. But guys, don't go anywhere. Rocket review. (laughs) That's next. Hi, I'm MFG, and this is my two-minute rocket review of the Netflix original gothic horror series, The Fall of the House of Usher. Viewed through the dark lens of creator Mike Flanagan, The Fall of the House of Usher takes a cruel, sharp pen and slashes out eight episodes of greed and grief. The children of wealthy and devious CEO Roderick Usher are dying in horrible fashion as a curse on the bloodline exacts its toll. Loosely based on the Edgar Allan Poe story of the same name, the series lovingly expands the gruesome narrative of the literary icon into something fresh and modern and haunting. Honoring Poe throughout the series, many of the children are named after characters in his books, with places and businesses also labeled after Poe's masterpieces. Well, even the episode titles reference several Poe works. Beginning with Prospero's frightful demise, through Maury's unimaginable sufferings, and finishing with the heartbreak of Lenore's final moments, the series is an onslaught of vice, anger, and malice that barely lets viewers breathe before another sibling is lost. Carla Cugina shines as the dark entity murdering her way through the ushers, and Mary McDonald is unstoppable as Roderick's cold, ambitious twin sister. Both women deliver dialogue that is thought-provoking and brutal, and a screenplay rife with elegance, ruthlessness, and damning truths. Permeating with unease and suffocating with creepiness and writhing under an extraordinary cast and a razor-sharp script, I give The Fall of the House of Usher a bloody chef's kiss of nine and a half out of ten. I'm MFG, and that's my two-minute Rocket Review. But don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next. Thank you.
geeks on the go. Now with more books to read. Now you, that you got that right. <laughs> it's one of those things that I guess it's one of the complaints that people always say when we watch Marvel movies. But we don't want to watch all that stuff, you know, to know what's going on. Now I kind of know what they feel like when we talk about that. No. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? Like we go, well, in the comic, well, in the comics, I'm like, okay, yeah. Anyway, you the guys build the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek, and we make it under a minute pretty fairly. I even told Joe the intern he has to redo the stats. What's he doing? He, he's doing a lot right now. Shout out to right. Joe the intern, but he, but he's got to like listen to the podcast again. Yeah, because he's like I can't at, at the job that he was working at before. He was able to do it, but now he can't because he actually has to actually like pay attention. Well, if you paid him more to do the podcast internship, he would be able to do that. Yeah, but then if I pay him more, he wouldn't quite be an intern; he'd be an employee. No, he'd be an intern. I said more. I didn't say pay him anything that could live on. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Ahsoka, Boba Fett, Obi Wan. List in order of worst to best. Mike. Boba Fett, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, Boba Fett, Ashoka. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Ralph? Worst to best? Worst to best. Flip it and reverse it. So Obi-Wan, Boba Fett, Ahsoka? No. So he's no. saying Ahsoka is the worst. Well, no, he's not. He said worst to best. Worst to best. Boba Fett, uh, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, Ahsoka. Okay. Which would you prefer? A Darth Vader solo series or a Darth Vader solo movie? Ralph? series wow okay mike star wars franchise to end damn okay and who's more lame jar jar binks or the revamped singing scene at jabba's place in return of the jedi ralph i don't think i remember that scene so jar jar it is all right mike george lucas (laughs) and with that we make it under a minute again the streak is... It, it, Hit that button. We wasted enough air time. So. Ralph, Ralph, Ralph explains it all. Nope. Oh, it's the wrong button. Yeah. Uh, no, no shit. Why? <laughs> Why? Oh, he has... It's his board, but he gets it wrong. Is it labeled? That's that's like... Is me, it labeled? My bathroom's not labeled. I know where my bathroom is. Do you? Why did you both even <laughs> <do> the same? <laughs> Y'all both can kick rocks. All right. Shout outs. Do we have any shout outs, assholes? I'd like to shout out to basically my entire family over the holidays that ended up with COVID. And thank goodness. Didn't what? Do oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, they're all doing well. They, they had the more mild versions, you know, just slightly, you know, sneezy coffee, that kind of thing. Oh, my Slight, slight raise of temperatures. But they're all fine. But I just want to shout out to all of them. And meanwhile, that means the one niece <laughs> that actually listens. So definitely a shout out to Cheryl over there. Yay! You got shouted out. Cheryl, I'm still waiting for the Air Force endorsement. We're all waiting. <laughs> guys, guys. I need guys. the money. I need Air Force money. It's not gonna happen. Let's just be content with her two ears versus their thousands of ears, even though Cheryl, we could really use it. Yeah, put it out on the Instagram. Put it out on that the Instagram thing and then put it on that Facebook thing. And and then if you've got a my page or if you've got a oh my a, goodness. A, a Tumblr account or something like that. Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it does. I don't think it does. <laughs> Ralph, any shout outs? I would like to shout out everyone. Thank you. Give us another good year. All right. Ooh. All right. Um, 
quick shout outs. Shout out to um, Emma's for Marvel. And yes, I'm starting with you first because she had us over for Christmas and um, food was great. Um, she didn't have you for dinner, did she? What? what? <laughs> Were you watching a Shazam movie? Oh, God. <laughs> no, she she would she would chop me in the throat. <laughs> then she would have you for dinner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the one thing I'm glad we didn't do is do that Trivial Pursuit Marvel thing because we would be, we would still be playing there because that game is long. <laughs> shout out to um, shout out to um, well, a bunch of people. Shout out to oh, shoot. name one. <laughs> oh my God, I don't that know why I'm Jordan. Okay, Jordan. Well, Tinkerbell hasn't heard an episode in a while. She's been too busy celebrating her daughter's graduation. Um, Johannes, I haven't heard from him in a couple of weeks. I'm going to have to drop a line to him. Shout out to um, Ruben, who I bumped into in the flesh for once. Ooh, Ruben. All right. He got his flashback? That's good. I was actually concerned for a while. <laughs> Shout out to Big Daddy Kev. Big Kev. With, 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 his, with his big baby. Wow. Little Grayson. <laughs> Right. Um, shout out to um, my brother Steve. Shout out to Joe the intern. Hey, shout out Joe. to um, Ivan, Mr. Cooper. Mr. Cooper. Yes. And, and of course, shout out or to. Or from his point, Mr. Cooper. Wow. <laughs> it's a little bit higher and lower. Okay, Ivan, Mr. Cooper, when you get a chance, you hear this episode, text Mike immediately. Because he always texts me when he hears something. He goes, I, re- I heard this. I'm like, oh, shoot. Hit Mike up. <laughs> and of tor- and of course, shout out to Lady J. Thanks for um, enduring Aquaman with me. I love you. <laughs> Thanks for putting up with his sorry ass because we don't have to do it with it. <laughs> it helps Damn put the time straight. It's like custody. <laughs> does, does she wipe the drool off your face while you're uh, falling asleep while watching the movie? I'm not falling asleep anymore. <laughs> anymore. Anymore. Sure. Oh, okay, hold on. This podcast has talked about me falling asleep long enough. I have a CPAP machine, and I don't I don't do ICs anymore. Ooh, look at that. ICs. That's a lie. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I didn't believe that. <laughs> Anything you want to say before we get up and go? Nope. Come back. It'll be even more fun the next time, and I will have some trivia yeah. question for you, and it will make you cry. You know what's funny? Mike didn't have that segment, and we're still running over. <laughs> incredible incredible how long star wars can make you talk yeah so, and i had nothing to say yeah right um, yeah right <laughs> so for mike also known as mfg and rt squared Roth the tech this is the cap saying keep it geeky see you next time